happen. Right. <laughs> Thank goodness. Guys, it's Friday for us. And uh-huh. what a Friday it has been for me already. Yep. <laughs> and, and I'm like, this is exactly what I need right now. I know. Seriously, <sighs> you have all this last minute work stuff thrown at you. I had weird wrenches thrown into my schedule where I was like, are we even going to get to record this weekend? Because yeah. tomorrow is booked. Like, there is no time to record tomorrow. No, for either of us. No, Sunday is Mother's Day, so we both might have things that we're doing in the afternoon. And yeah. in the earlier part of the day, not only do I have church, but then also I'm recording a podcast with Becca probably. So oh. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it would yeah, be in the so. earlier part of the day. So it's, I'm like, well, if we don't get it done today... It's Maybe not going to get done till like night. Monday or Sunday. Yeah, till like yeah. Sunday night and it won't be out until Monday morning. So assuming we, we did don't it, get – Yes. Well, assuming, yeah, assuming we, we don't, don't get, get cut off. interrupted and cut off. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, – so yeah, because we're both kind of pressed for time, we'll cut the chit-chat this week. Yeah. So sorry, guys. Our book – we have no book updates anyways. We're still reading the same things we were reading last week. So there's not yeah. really much to chat about anyways. Um yeah. I did want to get excited over some other DZ stuff, but we can talk about that next week. So, okay. um, all right. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Because while this wasn't a super like high action episode, mm-hmm. it was a very good episode. It was. Um, and a lot like of foreshadowing. A lot of foreshadowing. <laughs> um, and finally, 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 like we're going to be dealing with yes. the um, consequences of uh the secret yeah um next week so mm-hmm. yeah but um so before we fully dive in of course this is dizzy for dizzy welcome host yes. i'm Kristen. i'm ashley and if it wasn't apparent we're talking about her your day son volume 18 that's right today so um setting us up <sighs> for all the angst next week yeah and did you you did you remember to watch the bonus scene i did Okay. It was short, yeah. but it was very cute. So I was like, Yeah, cool. very um, cute. And let me go ahead and get the Demir count um said while okay. I'm thinking about it so I don't forget. Um so this week it was um we had four Peters, actually. One oh. one Wendy and forty Demirs. So we are <laughs> 40. It's so funny because like does it just become white noise as you continue to watch the series cuz I, I do not notice them as much as I used to. No, I don't either and only when she like has a certain like um cadence to her voice. Yes. In time then of course like I do remember those. Yeah. Um but yeah, it is funny cuz I'm like 40 really, but yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, uh we're at 561. So, <laughs> I wonder how many we're going to have by the end of the series. Um, well, after this we have how how many episodes left? 5, Four, I think. 5. So we'll have 19, 20, 20, 22, 23, 5 episodes after we're done with this one. So my prediction is about 800 is what we'll reach. Okay. If yeah. we're tracking the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and say I don't think we'll hit a thousand because it took us more than half the series to get mm-hmm. to five hundred. Yeah. So I think that's a good number. And and I mean, obviously we won't get to this part till the very end, like in detail. But I was like, um, did I get a prediction correct finally? Like 
Remind me which one. We make so many when- predictions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the one where I was like, she's going to put the pieces together on oh, her own yeah. and like figure it out. And, I, yeah. and, and mostly without an audience. I mean, honestly, with the – with right. the best audience other than no audience, like, at right. least it was with Demir and not someone else for her to, like, be completely mm-hmm. blindsided and humiliated in front of. I know. Um, so, yeah, I was like, oh, my gosh, finally, like, <laughs> one correct prediction. <laughs> it only took 18 episodes. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so, um, I think we both – I was going to ask what your favorite scene was, but I think we both have the same one because you already tweeted oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, by the I'm... way, if you saw that, that was me. <laughs> so, and it's funny, somebody replied, like, how is your heart cold and dead after, <laughs> after watching the series? And guys, I was, just so you know, I was being metaphoric. <laughs> but also, Ashley's heart is a little bit cold and dead. It takes a lot for her to, like, it does get it very does. emotional over a book it... or a series. You and don't let cry me tell easily. You, no, I don't cry easily, but... Her Yarde Sen has gotten me a few times, mm-hmm. and, and it's gotten me when I haven't really expected it to. Yeah. So it is – props to this show, man. It It's getting me when other series, I even if I have absolutely loved them, mm-hmm. I feel like I have been more teary-eyed with this series than I have with our previous shows that we've covered. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about it. Mm-hmm. At least on a more regular, like, I feel like with, like, EK and Central Kapama, like, when we had those feelings, they maybe weren't Mm -hmm. necessarily as often, but they were very big and very, I mean, like, episode 40, episode 16, episode 11, like, um, a lot of those were, like, very big and intense where you're just, like, clutching your heart the entire time. Right. And I feel like this one, the moments are more scattered throughout the entire series. Um, Mm -hmm. And... And while some of them have been like, yes, rip your heart out, and I have a feeling a lot of that will happen next week. Just mm-hmm. listen, if we come back next, you guys have built this com- at nineteen up, so I'm a little afraid I'm going to be like, this was angsty. <laughs> I I know. Well, because I have a certain level of expectation mm-hmm. from certain, for, really only from the DZs that I've seen, right. but. There have been some pretty mm-hmm. gall darn angsty moments. Yes. <laughs> so if it everybody's talking like it's like it's a max maximum angst. Uh-huh. So if that's not the case, guys, we're gonna call you out. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I mean, from a lot of the people, I'm like, okay, they do tend to be familiar with like our that's angst true. level so I, i'm prone to trust it but i'm still like is this getting built up and then are we gonna be like oh that wasn't so bad i know um and watch everyone's laughing like haha wait till next week when you're <laughs> sobbing into the microphone um so yeah um anyways yeah so our favorite scene if it wasn't clear you guys is when he the reunion hug yeah i know we call it a reunion hug and they were only apart for an evening but <laughs> okay but <laughs> that that was how intense the feelings were mm-hmm. you know emanating from the screen when the two of them rushed at each other i was I like know. i cannot handle this i don't care that they've only been apart for one night uh-huh. i feel like They've been apart for a year because of the way that they reconnected. I just was like, this is too much. It's I too know. much. And what's her name? Turkan, I think is her name, Hanum. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I love that she was like, oh, let me go check on something in the kitchen. Like, yes. she purposely was like, let me let them have their moment. So she excuses herself. And then, mm-hmm. yes, like, the second she's out of sight, Celine turns around. And he goes – he lunges at her. She lunges for him. And they just embrace. And it is oh just – Oh, I mean – and Celine actually does a bit of a wolf sniff herself. I mean, into can, his neck. Who can blame her? <laughs> um, you know. So, uh, yeah, I just I loved it so so much. And yeah. I think a lot of it, a lot of it that really helped with it, where it's like, yeah, they were only apart for a night, but and when we get to this scene, we'll talk about it. But the whole phone call at like two in the morning thing i think played big into that because obviously dude was up at the crack of dawn to make sure he was on that island first thing in the morning to pick her up and she didn't even know he was coming Mm -hmm. um so yeah i really yeah i liked that and i will give props where it's due to a for being like oh let me stay behind and finalize things with yes like turkhan hanum and you i'll you know i'll take another you know fairy whatever and meet you guys at work she didn't just like leave with them like oh good Mm -hmm. i'll catch a ride with you too because obviously demure in front of a new client is not going to be like um no you can't ride with us right and it would not make sense to selene at that point either because right you know so i was like all right i'll give you props where it's due i do appreciate that you were like let me remove myself from the situation although i feel like it got revoked when she handed that ring over to her because i was kind of like hmm Okay, I'm interested. Okay, well, we'll talk about okay, it. Okay, we'll okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um, so, favorite scene, that ridiculously perfect embrace. Uh, I could watch it a million times. I know, on a loop. Like, and even how she's like, I mean, I love how she, they both even are kind of like, they kind of poke fun at themselves because they're like, how ridiculous are oh, we? Like, we can't even be a part of night. Like, mm-hmm. what are we going to, you know, what are we going to do? Um so, and I like how it wound up coming up later in conversation where she's like, well, how do you think I felt when you left for two days with, with right. Alara? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, you've like, only been away from me one night, but but technically I've been without you for two nights. Mm-hmm. I th- And I mm-hmm. thought that was a really cool way for her to put that because it really was very true. Like yeah. he wasn't feeling it as much as she was at that yeah. time. Yep. Exactly. So I, I like how that came back into play. But yeah. um, so yeah. Quick rehash of the minor characters that way we can cover everything else yes so should we do Ebo and Aida first I feel like theirs is just the least um not important but just like eh. um he basically is like oh well you met one of my exes and he does he does try to explain a little bit after he shows up at the um at the cafe mm-hmm. and she's kind of mumbling because she thinks it's one of the Teze's handing her like a towel. And right. so she's kind of just venting about the whole Ebo situation. And so he kind of gets to hear her perspective and where she's coming from. And, you know, he, do- he does, he I don't remember if he actually apologizes, but he does say like, listen, we were in a relationship for a year, like nearly a decade ago. Like really there are none of those residual feelings left. Like, mm-hmm. and he does apologize. Okay. He does say, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, you know, so he he really is just coming at it from this, like, dumb dude perspective of, like, that was years ago in the past. Like, mm-hmm. I really I don't feel that way at all. So I didn't – yeah, I just didn't think it was going to be this, like, sort of issue. Um, and, you know, he basically concludes, like, well, then I need to meet one of your exes. 
but she's kind of like, okay, I'm not really cl- like, not that she's not, she doesn't really say she's on bad terms with them, but she's like, I haven't really like Yeats the most like recent. And even that was a mm-hmm. long time ago. I haven't talked to him in like five years, I think she says. Right. But he's like, he's basically determined to meet him, but then he's kind of shooting himself in the foot because then he gets all like, uh, like insecure, a, insecure about it. But I'm like, you're well, the one he that goes initiated to talk to this. Vidot, and then he's well, like, I did this, but then I kind of did. I screw up by doing this, and poor, because now listen. I'm thinking about if there are residual feelings for her, and now I'm the one who put, the, I'm the one who even mm-hmm. asked her to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and and she has kind of confided that in the girls too um mm-hmm. and they're kind of like what the heck who would you even have like it's been so long like even yeah. they're kind of you know uh like befuddled by it but i love when he shows up to vidot because i'm like of course you're going to show up here because this is not a greenhouse this is a therapy building apparently it is um, it is that's where he, everybody goes and when he's like well, I didn't want to bug Demir, and he's like, "So you thought you'd just bug me instead?" <laughs> like, uh, but you know, he it's in jest because he's like, "Sit down, you know, yeah. let's talk." And you know, for the most part, like I said, the only one tiny issue I've ever had with Vidot's advice, and that was him telling you know Demir not to tell Celine right away yes. back in the day. Um, but you know, other than that, he's got pretty sage advice, and so he is kind of like. Listen, you're creating this drama for yourself. Like, you asked for this. Why did you even do this? And he's like, what is with all you guys? We've got one, you know, he's kind of going off about Merve's situation, like, whose husband can't get it together and is, like, you know, leaving her high and dry so he can be in Antalya with his family. We've got a Yenge who, you know, and and Ibo's kind of like a sister-in-law. Like, what? Who's dealing with that? Like, an ex-bride? Like, what? So he almost, like spills Spills. the beans there Mm -hmm. um about the alul situation on accident um it's kind of brushed over but you know so he's just kind of like listen the you guys are all making this more complicated than it has to be Mm -hmm. like just be with her you know and 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 it's funny too because what was the other thing he did when they're in the apartment he's kind of encouraging her to be there for merve like you know just be here for her because you know she's like pulling apart bora's headphones and all this stuff and right before he leaves, he's just kind of like, love you. See you later. And it's like the first time he's actually like said he loves Ida. Right. right. Um, it, so he he's just a little bit of chaos right now. Yeah, he's a mess. He's a mess. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how this all resolves. I'm like, are we going to meet? get to meet this genius ex-boyfriend suddenly? I know. Of Ida's because now she feels like she has to call him. But it could end up resolving before that and – She's like, yeah, and I kinda, you're dumb. I'm not introducing you to my ex. And I kind of hope that's where it goes. Um, yeah. Because, I, yeah, I just don't – nothing really good is going to come of that. And especially imagine calling an ex you haven't spoken to in at least five years and being I like – I am imagining. Uh-huh. That would uh-huh. be really weird. And you're like, listen, my current beau wants to meet you. Oh, my gosh. Like, nope. No, I would never. I I would tell the current boyfriend, no, sorry. Yeah. We're not sorry. doing that. <laughs> if you, Yeah. If you're not sure enough about my feelings for you that you need to, like, meet this ex, like, I don't know what to tell you. Well, and then you don't know what you're stirring up with the ex. Well, right. Like, depending what? on their situation, mm-hmm. what if he's single and has been pining after you for all these years? Yeah. You don't know that. You don't. So, especially if you're not in contact. So, Ida could be – you know, kind of piling on 
mm-hmm. more crap to this already stinky situation. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Ebo, Ebo needs to chill because yeah. that's that's not the right answer. No, brother. he's just <laughs> shooting himself in his own, in in the foot, and it's like I don't even feel bad for you because you created yeah. this situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So hopefully that just kind of fizzles out, and it's like, listen, you love me. I love you. Maybe it'll be an opportunity for her to reciprocate and say yeah. so. And that needs to just be enough. Yes. I trust that you don't have residual feelings for so-and-so. But if in the future you're ever going to introduce me to someone you may have dated in just the past. warn me. Tell me ahead of time. Yeah. I'll do the same. But I've got no residual feelings. You have none. So let's just go from there. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the whole of their situation. Yeah. Yeah. So Merve, poor Merve, is – basically mm. one step well let's say 10 steps closer to divorce yeah um because you know she's a little bit miserable but she calls bora and she they haven't talked in a while and she makes that clear at the beginning of her phone call and she's like oh what do you mean you're seeing a lawyer why are you seeing a lawyer mm. and essentially this doofus wants to force her to move to Antalya or he's going to divorce her. Mm-hmm. And she is like, well, I can't move to Antalya. My family is already not speaking to me. My whole life is here. My job is here. All of my friends are here. You're also, expecting me. your family hates me. You're asking exactly. me to move somewhere where I'm not even welcome. Exactly. And you don't so, defend me against mm-hmm. the unwelcome. <laughs> yeah so well and it, as she's t- talking to the girls later on she kind of tells them you know my whole life is here if i were to go there my only life would be to be bora's wife mm-hmm. and i think that would be way worse than she's even thinking it would be because of yeah. the fact that his family doesn't even like her she would essentially be completely alone mm-hmm. none of his family is going to be like hey girl come over for some chai yeah. no they're going to try to exclude her as much as they can or if she's included they're just going to be rude to her boyfriend's right. not even going to stick up for her it's just a whole mess so i don't blame her at all for mm-hmm. just deciding like well i'm not moving to antalya so if this is the choice that you're giving me then you're going to have to make that choice yeah it, mm. it ugh, yeah. It's crappy anyway. of him to even be putting her in that position. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, but you know, and she's also a little. Regardless, she's blindsided. Even though it's like, yeah, he yeah. left me, and he's there in Antalya. Like to then hear like, oh, you're already taking the next step. Um, yeah, she, it's just a bit much. So she's kind of in like sink or swim mode like okay i need to stay Mm -hmm. busy i need to you know because she like cleans the whole house and she you know she starts to that's when she starts to completely pull apart his headphones Mm -hmm. um and ruin them she wakes up at the crack of dawn and shows back up unannounced at the greenhouse to finish the job she started um Mm -hmm. because she just needs to she needs to keep busy and yeah when vidot finds her um, he's kind of surprised because he's like, Merve, you know? And then, of course, because now she just feels like she's being a bird, like, she's, like, depending on everyone. She's living with Ida right now. She's the, Right. She feels like she's having to depend on so many people. And so she's got that feeling of the, like, I'm being a burden. And so she's kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry. Like, I shouldn't have just showed up unannounced. Like, you know, all this stuff. Like, I'll go. And, you know, and he's kind of trying to calm down. Like, wait a minute. That's not what I'm saying. But she's like, no, no, I'll go. Like, I, you know. And he's like, okay, well, if you're insisting on going, then go this out this so way. Cute. I thought this was so adorable. 
And he's like, go this way. And she's like, no, no, I'll just walk down to get a taxi. He's like, no, no, no taxi. Walk down the street, turn right, head to the end of the block. When you hit the, you know, basically the bagel stand, um, mm-hmm. you know, get three get three simits and tell, you know, tell them that vid.abi sent you. Like, it's like, put it on my tab, basically. Mm-hmm. And while you're doing that, like, I'll make some tea and we'll have breakfast. And she's kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Um, so they have breakfast together and, you know just kind of of course talking some more things out mm-hmm. and and he I, I think he tells her at one point like you know she doesn't have to keep apologizing for coming like she's welcome to come yeah like you know she can come anytime um and you know she winds up having to then leave for her actual job mm-hmm. um and he walks her out so yeah. clearly there's you know, some more building happening there. Um, right. And, well, but in, and in a I'm, good way where it's not a romantic thing yet. Um, right. And it may it may never be a romantic right. thing. Maybe they'll just be good buddies and they'll be able to bond over the fact that they've both been divorced, that mm-hmm. kind of a thing. I, I could really see that being a source of connection for the two of them. Yeah. Because Vedat has walked through that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really sweet that he kind of goes and warns Demir and tells him what's yeah. going on. And then when Demir and Merve have that little moment in his office, I just thought it was really sweet because he's essentially telling her, I know that the situation you're in and the time that you're about to enter is going to be hard because yeah. there's going to be a lot of people telling you that they understand, but you know that they don't really understand and you don't really know what to say to them. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of just letting her know, hey, if you ever get to a point where things are feeling a little out of control and she's like, yeah, like I'm going to have a breakdown. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not even saying that. I'm not trying yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, you know, if you need to take a walk and – clear your head a little bit just let me know um so i i love the support that he's giving her and how he's kind of continuing to show her that he can support her and that he can understand in a way what she's going through obviously it's different being dumped before you're even married um but still it's he he does understand a degree of what she's going through. Yeah. And without him being able to say that, of course, he mm-hmm. is saying that. Um, and, you know, and I like, too, because of the of Vidot showing up to talk to him about it. Like, hey, she doesn't really have anyone because, I mean, she does. She's got the girls, yes. But Ida's dealing with her relationship stuff. Right. You're about to tell Celine this stuff. Like, you know, so you guys are going to be dealing with your own things. Like, so just be aware that, like, she's going to need people there for her. And the fact that he took that to heart and basically was like, let's go on a walk again if you ever need it. Like, I just, yeah, yeah just the, like, you know, the growth. Because episode one, Demir would not have done that, um, you know, and yeah. and I like that it's, he's not even, I don't even think he's doing it just because, I mean, I'm sure this helps, but it's not just because she's someone who's close to Celine or someone who's important to Celine. He's right. genuinely just like, I care because like I've been where you are. Yeah. Um, and so I like that, that it's not just like he's doing it. It's like, well, my girlfriend cares about her, so I should make an effort. Like, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I just really love how they've brought them together in a different um, depth, I guess, than there was before. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um. So other than that, I think everything else is pretty intertwined with 
the Celine and Demir of it all, because anything with really Barak or Elul is kind of mixed with the two of them. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of between the two of them specifically, there's a lot of um like him becoming more and more bold in basically stating mm-hmm. like that he has feelings for her. Because right. at one point she and Barack are on the phone and you know, because she's like, oh man, like after just spending a few hours with her, because it's when they're stuck on the island. Yeah. You know, she's like, I really I like her. She's so sweet. She's just like, I really understand Demir. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I understand Demir too. And she's like, yeah, because, you know, she's so sweet. She's this and that. And he's like, oh, I'm not talking about Celine. Mm-hmm. Like, he's basically saying, like, I understand why Demir was in love with you. Right. So, right. like, that's hint number one. Yeah. Then when she later on in the episode, when they do that ridiculously obvious plastic PSA, like, don't use plastic. Oh, uh-huh. Um, I'm like, was it Earth Day or something? Yeah. Like, you know, something, huh? Work, work it into the whole situation. <laughs> uh, it was funny. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know if that was just something they're all passionate about and wanted to do. But um, – mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, listen, first of all, I wasn't sure that those – that kind of pasta actually exists, but it does with the hole in it. Okay. However, it does exist. Spaghetti with like, a hole in it. I was like, did they just get random spaghetti and they're just <laughs> sucking on it? So, no, that pasta does exist. It's actually like – there because then the sauce can get into the noodle. Like, okay. Okay, so cool. It absorbs more of the pasta sauce. Mm-hmm. But still, like, it's a very tiny piece of pasta. There, that hole, you probably are like sucking in the hollows of your cheeks genuinely if you're trying to use it as a straw. Let's be real. They're all, wow, this works great. <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah, oh, I, I thought it. that was hilarious. But during that scene at one point, um, you know, she's talking about how, yeah, you know, like being on your own and being alone isn't so bad, blah, blah, blah. Um, even though all of her attitude up until this point has been saying the opposite because she's very mm-hmm. weepy. Like, she's very weepy about the fact yeah. that she's lonely. Um, but, you know, she's saying, like, you know, it has its perks and it's good. And Barack is like, well, we're never truly alone when someone else is thinking about us. Like, and he's, like, very pointedly looking at her. Or, like, he's basically saying, don't worry, you're always on my mind, so you're not truly yeah. alone. Like, and so – yeah, he's dropped a lot of heavy hints. Even when he shows up at her door mm-hmm. and just lets her kind of crumple and burst into tears and he holds her, like, mm-hmm. you know. And at one point he gets really close to her face and is like – because she's like, look, I just need to get out of here. I need to do my job. I need to leave. I don't want Demir to have to tell, you know, Selena about us. Like, I want to just disappear so that it's a non-issue and she right. can just think of me as someone who was a friend while I was here. But, you know – and, of course, Barack doesn't want her to just hurry up and leave. And he's basically making that clear. Like, and he's, like, talking, you know, an inch from her face and right. saying, like, you know, basically, like, let me give you a reason to stay, essentially. Right, right. Um, so. Well, he even essentially admits – he even admits it to Demir during – after their racquetball session. Mm-hmm. Um, because Demir – they they have, like, three separate confrontations, but – at the end, you know, when Barack was sitting in the restaurant and Demir comes out and he essentially is like, what's your problem, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and they have a whole conversation, but um, he ends up kind of saying that he's looking for somebody who can can truly understand him, that kind of a thing. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, so you wanted that person to be Celine first, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Brock is like, no, I want it to be the person who has also lived through it. That whole conversation, the subs were really terrible. They really were. I had really a really were. hard time I, figuring out what was really going on. Yeah. But he he's essentially admitting that he is interested in Elul. Yeah, because, yeah, that, like you said, it's like the third confrontation at the racquetball place. But yeah. um. And with that one, Demir is more just like, okay, what happened to you that made you like this? Like, right. why are you so vindictive? Why are you so this, you know? And Barack starts to try to tell some, like, boohoo childhood story. And Demir is mm-hmm. like, listen, whatever your boohoo story is, I guarantee I have you beat. So that's not an excuse. What's right. next, you know? Um, and so, yeah, like, and it almost felt like he was trying to say he was looking for someone to, like, fix him almost. I mean, I like – so it was almost like, listen, like, okay, you can want someone that you can relate to. You can want someone who can understand you, um, who can, someone who can even help you navigate certain things. But, right. like, it's almost like he thinks by finding that right person, like, it's just going to magically make everything all better. Um, right. And it's like, you're in for a rude awakening, sir. Neither Celine or Abel can do that yeah. um, for you. So, <clears throat> excuse me. But, yeah. So, Okay. Let's talk about okay. We are it's the beginning of the episode. We are, you know, we kind of already saw part of it last episode. Basically, Demir's freaking out that they're gonna be staying. So he is telling Celine, like, I'm gonna figure out a way to get to you. And she's like, What are you gonna do? Like rent a helicopter and come and get me? And then like she's kind of like, Wait, you're not really actually gonna do that, are you? Right. Like, Demir, don't come here. I'm fine. I'm I'm here with Elul. I'm not alone. Like She's putting us up, you know, uh, Turkan Hanum's putting us up in her house. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. I'll see you tomorrow. Please, like, don't stress about me so much that then I'm going to have to worry about you going out in the storm, trying to get me, whatever. It's going to be fine. So that's basically settled. Um, mm-hmm. You know, of course, Demir's stressed about it. And um, while also being stressed about the whole business situation. So, right, you know, he and Barack are trying to work on that back at the office, you know. Well, because they just found – like, it's so funny – we yes it's a whole different episode but it's like oh yeah they literally just barely found out that they're gonna have to pay compensation to Yildirim Bay. yeah <laughs> so that is looming over his head plus now his girlfriend and his ex-fiance are marooned on an island together <laughs> and they're stuck and he knows like he tells Vidat uh-huh. later that Celine is a little bright bubble of sunshine and she's not gonna be able to just not talk to Elul and make friends with her <laughs> no matter what he's told Elul. Yes. So he's just ruminating on all of this stuff and thinking about how screwed he is mm-hmm. in his life right now. And, and freaking Barack, like the whole time, I think I said this last week, like looking like the cat who ate the canary. He's just so satisfied with this pickle that Demir's in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nothing really gets solved with the whole uh, Yildirim Bay thing. And so Brock basically invites him to racquetball, like, hey, we're both stressed. Maybe we can take it out on each other on the racquetball court. Mm-hmm. And so Demir's like, all right, yeah, let's do it. So, you know, we get some very gratuitous racquetball scenes of Furkan and Ali. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, it was, you know, it was fine. Obviously, and it's just, and it's also portraying the tension between them that they're taking right. out on the, you know, court. Um. And finally, finally, at the end of that when they're sitting, Demir, you know, because uh, I think Barack says something like, 
again about him having all this stuff to lose and he's kind of like okay hey, this is like the second or third time you brought this up like we all mm-hmm. have stuff to lose and he's like well you have more to lose and then Demir <laughs> finally like the light bulb turns on and he's like oh you know like mm-hmm. so yeah and that leads- and he asks him how long he's known yes and Brock just admits it he's like oh from the start yeah he's like, like she- okay so you're the one behind this whole situation aren't you yep and he's kind of like of course you are like only you could do this and kind of storms right. out so that was confrontation number one confrontation number two um when in the locker room they're in the locker room and it sucks because at, at that one i didn't like um that i mean barack does kind of make a good point because you know first they're kind of going back and forth and demir's kind of like okay i don't even understand like first of all you know i don't really understand your motive what do you want is it the company mm-hmm. fine i'll sign the shares over to you tomorrow i'll take selena away from here because i don't give a damn about everything else like right um which i i loved that but um yeah you know he's like so and he's like no it's not even that and he kind of you know is like you walked in here and with your nose you know stuck up in the air down at us blah 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 like he kind of yeah. you know is like still boohooey bitter about that i guess and, like you were miserable and you wanted to make all of us miserable kind of a thing um well it's really weird i i feel like i feel like barack because of things that he said to elul in the past about how he grew up because elul even elul and demir of course are very similar mm-hmm. in that they think there needs to be a little bit of separation right between management and the employees it shouldn't be buddy buddy all the time we're all best friends you guys are my family and for barack that's exactly what he wants mm-hmm. the people that he works with the people that his dad worked with have always essentially been his family because his actual family is just working all the time Mm -hmm. doesn't really seem to care a lot about him puts him in these positions where he has to work from the bottom up and he has to really earn it and he's kind of taken that and internalized it in a way to where he (laughs) susu just sneezed okay i was like is that the dog (laughs) (laughs) Um, and internalized it in a way to where he really believes that his work that his uh, workers, his employees, his coworkers are his family. Yeah. So it's this weird situation where he's almost like taking it personally mm-hmm. that Demir thinks that things should be more professional and treated them as such, mm-hmm. made his whole love band situation, and has always kind of drawn a bit of a line between himself and his employees. Right. That obviously is getting a little more – uh grayed out as time continues and as he's making the connections we see celine rubbing off on him with this kind of thing and demir is able to kind of connect with people a little bit more but i just think it's really interesting that that apparently is barack's main beef with demir that he's like well this is my kind of like this is my life and you came in and insulted it and acted like it was nothing and that is what <laughs> the crux of this seems. Yeah, like yeah. So it's like this must be a huge part of his identity for mm-hmm. him to take it that personally and to just be out to get Demir from the start. Yeah, and like for that to only continue to grow, like mm-hmm. you know, for everyone else as they as it's grown and they've got to know him, they you know they see the human behind the boss. Um, yeah, you know, and that has not happened for Barack at all, and. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
Demir's like, okay, so you don't want that. Like, then I don't understand. Why didn't you have this ace up your sleeve? Like, why have you not played it? Why have you not? Why didn't you tell her right away who Elul was? Right. Or I get it. Okay, you're waiting for the perfect moment. But, like, Mm -hmm. you've even had plenty of opportunity since then. Um, And this is where I was like, dang it, Brock makes a good point. Because he's like, well, I don't really have to. Because I'll just get to sit back and watch you do it. You're going to be the one that hurts her. Mm Because, you know, what he said, I think what Demir said was something like, you so badly want to hurt me that you're you're willing to hurt Celine. And he's like, well, I'm not the one who's going to hurt Celine. You are. And I mean, and yeah. he's not he's not wrong. I mean, yes, I it's, it's a situation that Brock created for Demir to even have to do this. Because, mm-hmm. um, again, I do think it would have come up at some point like, you know, I was engaged before. That's been a big part of, you know, why I had so many walls up. It was, you know, I was hurt. It was hard, like blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And this kind of obviously fast tracked that in a way that was right. like very in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, literally. And, you know, and so with that, with Barack saying that, he kind of walks out. And I did appreciate, though, because at one point Barack also made a comment like, well, if you're this, like, rattled and this, you know, um, in, well, the, the subset impressed, but I don't think that's what he was saying. I basically think if, if, if her arrival has affected you this much, like, clearly there's still feelings there. And right. Demir's like, um, absolutely not. You have no idea what you're even talking about. Like, that's mm-hmm. not even what this is. Um, and, you know, so I appreciated that that just re-cemented for us with Demir. Like, no, this isn't about feelings. This isn't about, like, wanting her back. This isn't about even right. being confused about, well, she's here now and is ready. Do I want her? Do I want Celine? No, he wants Celine and Celine only. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but with that little, I'm not going to hurt her. You are. He kind of storms out. Yeah. Um, and that was also kind of foreshadowing too. Like, right. Exactly. Um, exactly. So meanwhile, all this is happening and the girls are having girl talk because like Demir predicted, like Celine's uh-huh. not going to be able to um, stay away. To stay away. <laughs> she – and, and I, you know, I think a lot of it was spurred on because when they're having dinner with uh, Turkan Hanum, she's asking about them like, you girls are beautiful, young, vivacious, blah, 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 like – are you both single? Meaning, like, not married, you know? Like, because right. when Celine answered yes, I was like, well, you're not single. But I was like, well, I guess in the. They're not married. They're not married. Yeah. So, um, you know, and she's like, what? And then she's like, not even engaged. And Elul, like, takes, you know, a year to answer <laughs> that question. Yeah. Because it apparently throws her very much. And Celine's not an idiot, so she yeah. notices that she kind of tripped over that. And so she's mm-hmm. asking her about it later, like, hey, I don't mean to pry. I do want to ask you a personal question. You absolutely don't have to answer it. But, yeah. um, you know, I noticed when she asked about us being engaged, you kind of had trouble with that question. Like, was there someone kind of a thing? And, you know, I think Elul um, confirms it, but she also is like, she kind of talks in like metaphors, you know, because she's like, you know, life is funny because you can think that you're like your heart can think you're headed in one direction, but your mind mm-hmm. is headed here. And then they're not even singing the same song, even though like this is what you thought you wanted. Like, right. you know, well, and she talks about suddenly you're kind of answering to somebody and there, there seems to be an undercurrent of control that she's speaking to. Yes. Almost like being married or in a relationship, you are kind of subject to another person being 
over you in a sense or dictating what you're doing or or how even you're living and that kind of a thing even just having to like check in with them like you know because i think she said something about like even having to like just the idea of having to check in with someone to let them know like where you'll be and for how long right. or what you're up to um and uh, yeah so it's like clearly she was struggling with that um she talks also about not being of the mind to to like settle mm-hmm. in one place at one time so clearly she has kind of a bit of that wanderlust and doesn't want to be settled in one place and have right. a family that kind of a thing or maybe she wants a family but she wants to be able to have her freedom to go wherever she wants to go mm-hmm. uh because Celine was very you know they they end up talking about the house yeah because a little asks can i ask you how you and demir happened and celine's like oh it's such a funny story let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) we didn't like each other at all and we accidentally (laughs) bought the same house and all this crazy stuff happened but then suddenly it was like we both realized that we had feelings for one another so uh but then elul compliments the house and she is like oh yeah it's such a beautiful house and so Celine essentially is kind of talking about home and yeah. about loving that she can have that place where she can always go back to. And Elul's kind of like, yeah, I've never really been that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she clearly doesn't like to be tied down. Right. And that probably was one of the biggest issues with her and Demir and why she sure. ultimately fled. Yeah. And I think maybe too she's – Maybe trying to convince herself now that she – because, you know, she came back Mm. for a reason. So clearly part of her was ready for, like, realizing, like, okay, all this wanderlust, all this, this, like, it isn't quite all it's cracked up to be. Like, when you don't – basically, I don't – I'm not sharing my life with anyone and I'm ready for this. So I think part of it, too, might even be her being like, well, let me convince myself that I'm not, like, ready to settle for all of that. Because otherwise, if she truly believes everything she's saying, like, her coming back makes zero sense. Yeah, that's Um, true. So I think part of it, too, is, like, she knows Demir is a lost cause for her at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, well, let me just lean into, you know, this life that I've kind of made for myself of independence and being on my own. And, um, you know, because, too – the subject of children comes up at one point you know mm-hmm. and you know she's kind of like i don't think that far into the future but celine's like well not that i can imagine myself being a mom now but i can see it one day you know and mm-hmm. um and then she does when she she does wind up saying something like you know i think when you'll find you'll know when you find that right person you know because your your heart and your mind will be singing you know in harmony together mm-hmm. and that's when Elul realizes okay, she's not just saying that to encourage me, but she's saying that because that's what's happening for her right now right? with Demir. And um, so, yeah. I Obviously, it was a very metaphorical conversation, but it, you know, cemented a right. few things for Elul, even more so where the two of them are concerned. Um, Demir and Celine, I mean, where they're right. concerned as far as Elul sees. So, you know, um, it... Yeah, it just, like I said, it just cemented further stuff in place that she's like, okay, I need to move on. I need to get past this. Um, But still having a hard time with, you know, being um, like wanting 
wanting what she had with Demir, but realizing she's not going to have it with him again. Because, like, you know, she winds up calling her dad later and is like, you know, I thought we could get together and catch up and have dinner together. You know, he's kind of like, oh, I'm in Italy, I think. That's where they always go. Yeah. Um, It's where all the Turkish people go in DZs. Yeah, he's a Tuscany. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, oh, just kind of like, oh, I didn't realize you were, like, already going on your vacation. Like, I was hoping we could spend time together. I was hoping, you know, all this stuff. Um, and and she's kind of struggling with the fact that it's like, man, I don't even, like, have my dad. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even lean on him, you know. I've really, like, kind of isolated myself to the – I mean, clearly enough to the fact that, like, her dad didn't even let her know, like, hey, by the way, I'm going to be in Italy. Like, you know what I right. mean? Like, and I think she's kind of coming to that realization. Like, I've isolated myself from so many people, like – my own dad's not even telling me – not because he doesn't love me, but it's just like – Right. It's not even going to occur to him to be like, by the way, <laughs> right. I'm going to be in Italy for the next few weeks or whatever. Um, and then that's when it kind of all hits her. And mm-hmm. that's when Barack shows up, of course, and then she kind of crumples into his arms and cries about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, since we're already kind of on the Elul situation, um, do we want to talk about the ring scene? Yeah, um, mostly because I I feel like it relates because I feel like her time with Celine, mm-hmm. um, and I might have said this last episode, but now I'm also saying it this episode. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but this, or maybe I just thought it, and I I know who haven't knows? said it. I who forget knows? what we say literally the second we stop recording. I know. So. <laughs> I know. So. A lot of this episode really seems to be her kind of letting go. You know what? I have said that. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But this really seems to be a continuation of that, of her mm-hmm. letting go of Demir and her kind of fully relinquishing him to Celine because, A, she's getting to know Celine and mm-hmm. she really likes her. They even have a little moment together mm-hmm. where they're probably quoting from the same show or movie. Yeah. That's my assumption. Yeah, yeah. In the break room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they have this whole lunch. And so you obviously did not – you didn't like the Elul gave it to her. Are you not sure why? I I think for, for the story that she told about the ring, I uh-huh. think it would have made way more sense for her to give it to Merve. For Merve's situation. I know I know she's not as close oh, with Merve. But like with the whole story, okay. I'm kind of like, okay, shouldn't you have handed that to Merve though? She's the one who's really like needs the luck, needs the guidance, needs the – Okay. And she knows enough about her situation to know she's struggling. I mean, they everyone saw her lose it, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's not like – so to me, I was kind of like this is the first time that something – Real, I mean, and hey, in 18 episodes, it's the first time it's really feeling like it, that something was more of just a plot device than having, like, actual, like, to me, it didn't make sense that she gave it to Celine, other than, okay. like, other than for Celine to, for it to be, like, the final piece of the puzzle for Demir to freak out about and for Celine to finally put okay. it all together. Because for the story she told, it felt much more fitting to Merve's situation, and so it seems like and now the Elul's kind of kind of felt like she expelled it out of her system by sharing that story and like symbolically mm-hmm. like her time with the, her time needing the ring and depending on the ring because you know she would fiddle with it a lot um, right and so was over and so it was time to like bestow it upon someone else like mm-hmm. to me for someone who's like I don't want Demir to have to tell Celine I don't want her to ever find out like 
clearly the person she got that ring with, she was with Demir when that whole thing happened. So to me, like handing it right. to her for her to wear, I'm like, you really thought he wasn't going to recognize that ring or that wasn't an- – so not that I think she did it underhandedly because she hasn't really been a villain like right, that. Right, But that's how – which is why it felt more like a plot device because I'm like, that's something like a villainy person would do. Like, oh, here, have this lovely ring of mine like with this gorgeous story attached to it. And then that way it's like, ha, 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 like so that when he sees it, it's this whole thing. Which I – and I know that wasn't her intention. Right, right. But that's why to me, again, it made no – it didn't make sense to me for her to give it to Celine. It would have made more sense for her to give that ring to Merve. Okay. And then, Interesting. And Demir could have seen it on Merve and like – Still been like, oh, where'd you get that ring? That's an interesting ring. And Celine could have witnessed that conversation and been kind of like, what the heck? Why is he so obsessed with this, like, ring? Where it came from? Right. Like, whatever. And it still could have led to her, like, putting two and two together. Right. Um, so I'm not mad about it. It just – I was kind of like, oh, okay. This felt a little more plot devicey than plot relevant, if that makes sense. Yeah. See, I didn't take it that way at all. Okay. I thought it was symbolic in – her kind of saying, okay, obviously the fortune teller was right. Mm-hmm. And now my time with Demir, aka this ring, mm. is done. It's over now. And I'm relinquishing him to you now. Okay. That's what it felt like to me. And okay. I think she was not thinking about the implications at all right. of Demir seeing it. I think she's like, man, I've spent this time with this girl. Mm-hmm. She and Demir are clearly very well suited. They clearly love each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she's seen all the signs of how their relationship works and how yeah. attached they are to each other, how well they communicate, mm-hmm. how much they really love each other. And I think she is kind of coming, you know, maybe retelling that fond memory of how this fortune teller gave her this whole story and said okay yeah well you're not gonna be with him for much longer Mm -hmm. and then they just laughed ha 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 right but then it ends up being true Mm -hmm. she's kind of like wow okay well she was right and maybe it's time for me to let him go and to give him to celine so that's what it felt more like to me i totally agree that like that's the symbolism you're talking about of Mm -hmm. like the luck and everything she totally should have given it to mary yeah okay (laughs) i love that we both saw the sim the symbolism in it but obviously totally different ways yeah (laughs) Yeah. entirely different ways yeah because when she was doing that i because i had a bit of a moment where i'm like why is she doing that Mm -hmm. but then just thinking about the story i'm like okay she's so she's in her own way, mm-hmm. she's kind of um, officially telling Celine, "Yes, he, he's he's yours. <sighs> okay, I gave him to you. My time with him wasn't going to be forever, mm-hmm. and now I need to really give yeah. him to you." Which okay, and your thing actually makes more sense too. Then later, when she's then phantom touching it, and Barack's like, "Do yes. you regret giving it away?" And she's like, "No, I needed to." Like. Because if you think of it in the sense of, like, the ring is Demir, then, yes, like, she's not going to stay to try to fight for him. She's not going to try to win him back. She's not going to try to steal him away. Um, She, like, officially, like, gave that up and is – not that she, quote, has to give him to Celine. He's already Celine. But for her – like, her own desire and her own hope that she was harboring, she's officially, like, relinquishing that. Um, 
And it seems like it's also kind of closing the door for Demir this episode because Vidat yes, even mentions to him. I was just going to say, Vidat tells him. He's like, it's good that Elul came because you are finally able to close that chapter in your life. Right. You're able to get the closure that you would never have been able to right. if you had just never seen her again. Yeah. It always would have been this question, this nebulous thing that you don't know why or or you wouldn't have had any of these answers yeah. or how you would have reacted or anything like that. Yeah. He's like, but now – you've moved on you're in love with celine you're in a fabulous relationship and now you can close that door to that previous chapter so that really seemed to be kind of a thread throughout the whole episode of Mm -hmm. like okay this chapter is over and elul is ready to close that chapter so is demir Mm -hmm. and now we can kind of work on the situation that is coming (laughs) yes yes and i do think that is important so that when that situation is being dealt with, it can be very clear cut. Like, there are no feelings left here. Like, right. I right. didn't not tell you because I was conflicted about my feelings for her. Like, that was clear the moment she showed back up. Like, right. there is nothing there. Um, so, yeah, I um, I want to revisit um, the sleepover at, on the island again because I did love their little FaceTime. Um, mm-hmm. when she calls him first of all I thought it was so funny because I was like when she's like look at these funny pajamas and I'm like girlfriend that is lingerie and you're I talking know. to your boyfriend and his best friend on on FaceTime I know, with that top uh-huh. and she, he's like oh Vidat's here and I was like, oh and, oh. <laughs> and Celine's like oh no big Hi. deal yeah. here oh I gosh. am in my negligee <laughs> So funny. I know she doesn't do like the whole body shot until she and Demir are talking. And that's right. like, and they're cute little like pants. And they're she's not like so innocent, but it's, it's so like, funny. <laughs> so, yeah. So they chat for a minute before he's like, I'm going to go upstairs. And Vidal's like, Yeah, go, go, you know. Um, and so when they, when they talk, I thought like it was just so stinking cute because, right. um, you know, he is. They're just they're just being adorable, you know. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you this? Are you that? Like, being all cutesy. And then, um, she, uh, at one point, you know, she's like, so yeah, don't worry about like I've got a nice room here. We're this, we're that. Like, um, and she's like, so please, like, don't like don't think don't spend all night thinking about me. I'm so glad the dot's mm-hmm. there because he'll distract you from thinking about me all night. And he's like, that's not going to keep me from thinking about you. I always <laughs> think about you when I'm in the car, when I'm at work, when I'm at the house. And then I love when he says, Harry, you you are everywhere. Um, it's like when, you are, when you're reading a book and then, like, you get to that part where you realize why it's titled what it's titled. Like, right. And you're like, ah, like, that's what, you know, that, yeah. that kind of felt like a, a little moment like that. And so, and, you know, and she's kind of like. Like, she just kind of melts, like, I'm everywhere. Um, You know, and he's like, no, but seriously, you know, like, um, the house is, you know, the house is empty without you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and then she's, and he kind of teases, because I think she's like, oh, what about the kids? You know, and he's like, don't worry, I brought them, like, put them in a shelter, something. Like, they're not just outside in the storm, essentially. He's like, don't worry, I thought of them. I Because, listen, <laughs> I did not forget that they are the priority over me. So, yeah. <laughs> like, and she's like, Demir, you're never going to let me live that down. Like, uh, so I love that that's, like, a cute running joke between them. Um, But then he yeah. starts, like, narrating, because, you know, 
uh he starts like narrating a horror story like yeah yeah uh you know Selena you're in that house and you know he just and then there's gonna be this strange noise and you're not gonna know where it's coming from and it's gonna be this and then the lightning is gonna strike and blah 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 and she's kind of getting like all scared she's like Demir I'm never gonna be able to sleep now um I just I love their little like teasing back and forth and yeah um you know and they do eventually you know say good night to each other and bid each other you know sweet dreams and all of that and they're both just adorable and like <sighs> you know when they um when they hang up and yes. i like that before vidot leaves because he doesn't leave long after that but mm-hmm. you know he again is telling demir like listen like i know before i told you not to tell her right. because of these reasons but yes now it is time to talk to her and listen like yes she's gonna be upset like mm-hmm. that's a given. She's not just gonna be like, "Oh, cool, thanks for telling me." Yeah. Um, yeah, she is gonna be upset. But you guys have been through stuff already. Like, it's she loves you. You love her. Like, you will get through it. You'll have to work through it. You'll have to talk it out. But you know, like it, it, it will be okay eventually. You right. know. And right. Demir's like, "Yeah, I'm sure it will be." Like, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. But like, also, I'm stressed because. You know, he's like, like you already said, I know Celine and like she's going to make friends with her and that's going to mm-hmm. make it even worse when I do tell her because I've been trying to tell her all this time and then all these things keep getting in the way. Right. And now she's going to go closer to her and see her as a friend and it's going to be that much more hurtful when she finds out, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand that. I do understand that stress. So. Yeah. Um, then. Um, so then they both are asleep. Yes. This and. Was a, this was a really good good scene it was so so good especially what she says to him the next day about it anyways go ahead so um so demir wakes up because celine is calling his name so immediately i was like okay this is a dream right (laughs) so he hears her calling him he goes downstairs and he sees her facing out the window to the backyard Mm -hmm. and she's talking uh, to somebody he can't see who she's talking to but she's essentially saying are you sure you changed your mind? I know that we talked about this and I want you to come with me. It ends up being the replica of the moment that his mom left him. Yeah. Because Celine moves and he sees himself as a little boy mm-hmm. and Celine is in place of his mom and he essentially is having to relive this moment, relive this heartbreak mm-hmm. with Celine leaving him instead of yeah. his mom. So he wakes up mm-hmm. and the moment he wakes up, we actually see Celine wake up. So they've both had nightmares being away from each other, yeah. which again is a very like – I shouldn't love the trope as much as I do. I know. But I'm like, oh, they can't sleep out of the same house Mm -hmm. because they'll have nightmares. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, and I remember even thinking right then, before even Celine says anything about it the next day, I was like, oh, like they're connected. Like, because they woke up at the same time. Like, they they feel each other. And she does wind Mm -hmm. up expanding on that, which I appreciated because I – obviously that was what was implied there. But I like that Celine acknowledges it. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, they woke up at the same time because she mm-hmm. – then she calls him because we don't know what she dreamed about, just that it was obviously not great. Yes, right. And so she's – they end up talking and um, they both tell each other that they had a nightmare. She asks him what he was dreaming about and he mm-hmm. turns around and just asks her what she was dreaming about. 
And she tells him that he was asleep mm-hmm. and she he she could tell that he was having a nightmare and she was trying to wake him up as hard as she could and he would not wake up. Mm-hmm. So that was her nightmare. She asks I, – I think they just end up saying goodnight after that. Um, yeah. But later on he ends up revealing. Um, but we, we can wait yeah. for that. But um, yeah, like you said, then – the next day mm-hmm. i mean they have so many good conversations i know this episode that are all kind of linked it's mm-hmm. it's again one of those episodes where are these there are these certain threads kind of being woven throughout the whole episode yeah through all of their conversations yeah well i do like i know we kind of we already touched on because it's like our favorite scene the whole reun- reunion but i love when he first shows up and he doesn't realize he's actually talking to the owner of the house but you know he's just like oh is this you know uh turkhan hanam's house and She's like, oh, mm-hmm. yes, it is. And he's like, okay, my, you know, my friend was here, got stuck here. And she's kind of like, oh, yes, okay. Um, Demir Bay, I've been waiting for you, you know. And because um, the, the like, maid comes out and addresses her. And then he kind of realizes, like, oh, she's the owner of the house, you know. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disturb you. Like, I'll take a walk until she wakes up, whatever. And she's like, no, no, come sit down. And she immediately knows that it's more than a friend, like, because she's like, okay, so are you, how does she, I don't remember how she describes them, but she's like, okay, is it the one who looks tough, but really is, like, vulnerable, or is it the one who shows her vulnerability, but actually is tougher than she looks, or, like, it's something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And he immediately answers, you know, the description of Celine, and she's like, oh, so it's Celine, and he's like, Yeah. She talks about, like, love, you know, love completely, like, um, you know, changing you, shaking your world upside down. He's like, well, she shook me, that's for sure. Yes. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, I just love how much he loves her. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he, you know, when they do wind up leaving, because, you know, we already talked about the wonderfulness of the scene. Not that I'm opposed to reliving it, but um, th- he takes her home. Um, I... They, I don't know if they go home for. I don't know if the bonus scene happens here or if it happens I after think it's the right bridge. Here. Well, I know from, they're in the same um, outfit. So, do you think it's before the bridge or after the bridge? Were they in the same outfits at the bridge? Yeah. So I think oh, it's after the bridge when they're going the home to get ready. Okay. So mm-hmm. they go to the bridge, which this yeah. happens over the course of a few scenes because we go back and forth with other ones. But, right. um, you know, uh, they, they're little snuggles by the bridge. I just. The way he's holding her and the fact that this was the first place he went when he got back to Istanbul, which he reveals to her at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, they talk about – they're kind of talking about the dreams again because this is when he reveals to her what his dream was. And they kind of talk about dream leaving versus real leaving. Right. And, you know, she even says, like, listen, if I ever leave again, it's because I'm leaving with you. Like, I am not leaving you. Mm -hmm. And – um. You know, and he just, oh my gosh, the, when he, like, is just looking at her and he's like, you're just the most beautiful thing that's happened to me in a long time. Actually, you're the most beautiful thing that's happened in my whole life. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, of course, she's just like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, And he, but he's, and oh, this killed me because he's like, why do you love me? Like, because, you know, I yeah. think. I think they say that they love each other or something like that. But when he asks her, like, why do you love me? And she's kind of like, really? Like, you don't know? Like, yeah. 
Do you have? Are you? Do you have a? I'm I'm looking it up. Sorry, my okay. phone was freaking out for That's a second. Okay. And I was like, "What's going on?" Um, I I'm trying to figure out where because I took a bunch of screenshots during this whole scene. Yeah, it's a really it's a really good scene because they're just being open and vulnerable with each other. Because this is where she kind of talks about the whole "you were without me for one night, but." You know, I had to actually be without you for two nights while you were away in Paris with a uh, with um, Alara. Like, yes, that well, was and, really hard. And she asks him what's wrong. And that's mm-hmm. what kind of sparks him saying, you're the best thing that's happened mm-hmm. to me in a long time. And I'm trying to get used to this good thing because usually everything goes wrong. And that's when he asks her, why do you love me? Mm. And she's like, what kind of question is this? (laughs) Do you not know what kind of person you are? And he's like, well, what kind of person am I? Mm -hmm. And she's like, Demir, I know what you live and feel now. Mm -hmm. You spent only one day in the house without me. And I spent two days. Two days. I almost lost my mind. (laughs) And... Uh, so she's kind of like, do you know what we'll do? We'll sell a ha- sell the house. We'll buy a building. We'll lock ourselves in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, we won't have to. Let's not do that. Um, they talk about it would be too hot in the building, which is kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so this, I was like, okay, here oh, we go with the foreshadowing. I know. <laughs> Stick a knife in my chest. Why don't you? Because he's so vulnerable as he says this too. And, and he's, he's just... so earnest. Like mm-hmm. he says, will you promise me something? If one day you get very, very angry with me, if I offend you in some way, please don't ever forget something, okay? I've never loved anyone in life the way that I've loved you. Oh, my gosh. And poor naive Celine is like, he's so sweet. <laughs> I love you, Demir Arendi. <laughs> and I'm not going anywhere without uh-huh. you. Mm-hmm. I promise. The mm-hmm. second that the suz comes out, you know things are coming. The wall's crashing down uh-huh. very soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm like, okay, but I really do hope. That in the midst of this, she does remember, like, because I know. while, yes, he knows that he is going to upset her soon, I 100% with my entire heart also know what he's saying is true. Like, yes, he has not loved anyone else the way he's loved her. He's not felt the way he has felt about her with anyone else. And so I really do hope that she clings to that as yeah. she struggles with you know, the facts that just hit her like a ton of bricks at the end of the episode. Um, I hope so. And so um, I love that he is like, you know what I would love to do? I would love to kidnap you for a couple of days. And, <laughs> you know, and she kind of like gets all flustered and is like, yeah. kidnap me. Like, um, and, you know, and she's kind of like understanding, like, you know, I know there's something you've, you know, like, because he, he kind of says, like, we'll finally get to talk. And she's like, yeah, I know you yeah. wanted to talk for a while. Um and she's like, besides, I want to talk too because I just want us to be uninterrupted so I can tell you about my childhood and about my scraped knees and my this and my that. And he's like, oh, and about Alperin and Peter Pan. <laughs> and she's like, how do you know about him? He's like, you told me. Maybe you weren't in your right mind. And he's like, but I know he was your Peter Pan. And she's like, no, he wasn't Peter Pan. There is only one Peter Pan. Um, so I like that she makes that that she makes that clear. Yes. Um, you know, and so there – 
there this so begins the seed being sown of like he kind of wants to be able to take her away for a couple of days because they keep getting interrupted just right. to have time together to talk and all of that. So then I would say the bonus scene happens after I think this. Right. So because they're getting ready for the work day, basically. Because yes. she has to shower, she needs to change into new clothes, and he's mm-hmm. kind of taking her into into the yard. And he's like, "Okay, you go ahead and go get ready. I'll wait for you. We've got to mm-hmm. go to the office soon." And he's obviously ready for the day already, so he doesn't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. And they have <laughs> she's so cute because <laughs> she's like. Demir, why you can't leave until you give me a kiss? And it's cute because he does the same thing to her later, later in on in the office. Yeah. So it's almost like this little parallel thing mm-hmm. where they're telling each other, well, you can't leave without giving me a kiss. I'm trying to find I, – I only watched it the one time. Okay. But. So when – because, yeah, he, she – yeah, she says something like – well, first she tries to tell him, like, oh, just go on without me. I'll meet you there. And he's like, no, we're going to go together. I know you mm-hmm. take a long time. You're going to have to just get ready more quickly. And she's kind of like, okay, well, I can't go do that until you give me a kiss. And he's like, okay, well, that request I can grant. Like, yeah. And he leans in and kisses her. <laughs> and then, Oh, and she asks – she's like, let's hug for five minutes first. Yes, let's, <laughs> let's, hug, let's hug for five minutes. Um, and he's kind of like, okay, let's snuggle. And he's like, go get ready. Uh, the kiss thing happens. Um and then – but she says something like, okay, well, you know what? Like, I'll kiss you too. And he's like, oh, really? So she leans in. And of course, it's just like a cute little cheek kiss. And you kind of see his face like, of course. And he's like, you know what? I have a better idea. Because that's when she's – I think that's when she says something like – um or I can't leave until I kiss you or something. And then he, she says, like, well, aren't you going to kiss me? And yes. he's like, ah, that's what it is. So she says something like, you can't leave until I kiss you or I can't leave until I give you a kiss. And that's when he's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that I can grant. But then she's kind of like, okay, well, you can kiss me too. And he's like, oh, can I? And he's like, I have a great idea. <laughs> let's just <laughs> – poor horny man. He's like, let's just call off of work for the day and spend the entire day here. And she's kind of like – Demir, like she gets all She's shy. Not, that's not what I asked, and then she just just runs away. <laughs> <laughs> oh and Demir's my gosh. like, well, I better go take another cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it was that was a good bonus. I was like, that was a really adorable bonus, and this all happens in the span of like not even two minutes. But mm-hmm. oh my gosh, it's really funny. Um, so. Uh, Muharram kind of wants to have dinner with Layla, There's, but we, nothing really goes yeah. from that. Um, yeah, we don't see cares? too much of the Tezes here. But yeah. um, did you – okay. Can we talk about Osmier and Demir? What with, the heck was the, that? With the saxophone music. I was – I was like, what is going on here? Why are they using this music in this scene? The only time they've used this music is when they're going hard uh-huh. with the uh, innuendo. Like, and, thank uh-huh. you. I'm like, this is Osmie coming yeah. in Oh, here. my gosh. It, she's like, Demir Bay. I think the whole premise is that she wanted to admit to – like yes, the all stuff the wrongdoing. That, right, but she wanted to make sure yeah. he knew before that that she adores him, she respects him, she loves him, Not, and she's not just saying that because he caught her or whatever okay. in this lie. Like, I still – I don't know why the saxophone is – and even he's kind of like, 
okay, sit down. I'm listening. Because she even does it like even before she leaves and asks if there's anything else she can get him with his coffee. And he's kind of like, uh, water. And she does that whole like hands down the side of her body shimmy. And asks how she like t- <laughs> always like tucks her, <laughs> tucks her skirt down. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so bad. I was like, if there was not more of a Tinkerbell moment for this woman. And that to me, I was like, okay, I feel like maybe that's the full you know as time has gone right. on i'm like okay she's for sure tinkerbell but uh-huh. that moment i was like okay yeah 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 she- uh-huh. <laughs> oh man because he's the one that winds up bringing up like yes i know you care about me so much that you would and he kind of lists all this stuff they did oh you know gosh. to get him and Celine together and she's kind of like oh yeah that but i just wanted to make sure that i established that how much i care about you before that because you know i love i love you and Celine together i think i just love love i this i that like it's just this whole thing. It was really funny in like a kind of cringy way, but like, yeah, like, <laughs> oh man. But you can just tell like he's kind of uncomfortable. Like, what is happening right now? Yeah, um, yeah. The music, Crazy the woman. music choice was. Uh, I don't know why they chose that, but yeah, editor, <laughs> did make why it, did yeah, you do that? Why, it was not seen. <laughs> It really was funny, though. Uh, so I was like, we definitely have to talk about that scene just because it was so awkward and funny. Yeah. And um, yeah. So another DZ staple we get in this episode is the hero having access to a mountain house, a, a house far away. I was like, From okay, the rest of civilization. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Always with the mountain houses and foreboding terrible things oh. happening in- <laughs> accompanying them <laughs> although not always but not sometimes. always but um yeah yeah so demir wants to take celine away and he's mm-hmm. like vidat whatever happened to that mountain house that your dad had okay actually it belonged it was demir's dad's i think oh i clarified this man you have an airplane flying over you huh um yeah so um anyways yeah because the, again, the pronouns on this were so, so messed up with this episode. So it was, it was, it was Demir's dad's, but since Vidat was the one, I believe, who basically stayed in Istanbul, like, he kind of, like, I think was the one that kept up on it, took care of it. Okay. And so that's why he was kind of like, hey, do you still have, like, the keys to my dad's mountain house? I need to, okay. you know, because um, when he mentions, like, needing to get somewhere far from here but closer to my childhood – so I was kind of like, okay, it was definitely his dad's house. And when Vidal's like, oh, yeah, your dad actually sold it a long time ago. And he's like, ugh, that figures, you know, of course he would get rid okay. of it. And Vidal's like, well, to me, though. And he's kind of like, oh, like you have it. So, okay. but, you know, don't know what condition it's in. It's been a while since I've been up there, mm-hmm. yada, 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 yada. But essentially, that's where he's going to take Celine so they can be uninterrupted, so they can finally have this conversation without anything yeah. happening because it's long overdue. And to his point he has been trying for a very very long time to tell her he Um, has well and now he's feeling a sense of urgency to keep her away from elul because who knows how much longer the it will be until the truth comes out accidentally right he's trying to prevent that if he possibly can Mm -hmm. so he's just trying to whisk her away despite the company being under kind of dire circumstances financially right. and it not being a great time for them to leave. And I doesn't Barack even kind of give him crap for that too? Yes. Like which, you're so scared of the situation that you're going to take her away now when the company is in such a precarious position. And I, Demir's kind of just like, can she, can you or can you not spare her basically? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Barack's like, yeah, take her, you know. Um, 
And I think that, yes, while it is a valid point, I think also, it's not also that he's just so scared. I mean, I obviously he is because he's, you know, told Aelul to stay away from her. He does what he can to keep them apart. Even like when they had that little giggle moment where they were clearly bonding over a shared show they like or whatever. He walks up and like whisks Selene away at that moment um, to go on their trip. But also, I think, again, to Demir's credit, it speaks on like he is putting his relationship and the importance of that Mm -hmm. before work. And that's not something I think he would have done before. Right. so, yeah, the company's in dire straits, but, like, we're about to be two and I need to save this. Like, um, yeah. So I did appreciate – I did appreciate that. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, it's it's going to work out. But Dot winds up dropping off the keys This where they already have that conversation I think you mentioned where he's kind of like, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You're getting closure. Um, then – we um we get the whole you know Elul and Celine being friendly, laughing together at the break in the break room. Demir's yeah. kind of like, yeah, let's let let's get the heck out of here. Did you get all your work done? Do you need anything else for? Does Brock need anything else from you? Okay, good. Let's you know see you in two. Brock says something like, okay, see you in two days. And Celine's kind of right. like, oh, where are you going for two days? And yeah. he, and then Demir's like, I'll explain in the car and like whisks her out of there. Yeah. Um, and this is when I think when Barack's kind of like, do you regret giving that? ring away and now that i'm saying it out loud yes. right after him whisking selena away more and more and more your metaphor makes perfect sense for the <laughs> ring um so um yeah we again when they're because they get home they're both exhausted it's been a long day all this stuff mm-hmm. and he's kind of like let's not cook let's order in and she's like well i ate plenty of stuff all day today i want ice cream for dinner he actually relinquishes and he she does. orders ice cream with, like, everything in it, like, bubble gum and yeah, lavender and flavor. lemon and all this crazy stuff. And, of course, he orders a salad. So when they're sitting and eating and stuff and she's devouring her ice cream and he's eating his salad, he reaches over, though, to wipe some of the ice cream off her face but then immediately <laughs> wipes it off his hands because yeah. he's allergic. And that kind of, like – I loved his comment <laughs> because he's, like – you know, if you weren't uh, eating something that was poisonous to me, we could have had a really romantic moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, and, but to her credit, she's like, let me just go get rid of this ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it is cute. Um, and sorry, I feel like I keep bumping things. So I apologize. If oh, there's... I'm not hearing it. So. Okay. Random bumps. Yeah. Um, anyways, so it it's cute, though, because she is like – well, what do I need to pack, you know, for the trip? And he says, nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, come here. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, she <laughs> Can you blame him? Um, so it's really cute. Oh, um, so she, you know, they, I think she does wind up. Um, oh, real quick. We do. Uh, after the teasing of what should I pack, says nothing because he kind of teases her and he's like, what? You didn't think there'd be payback? I mean, you pushed me into a lake, got uh-huh. us lost in the fort. He's basically rehashing all the stuff that happened in episode 10, him going after her because she got lost, you know. Yeah. And she's kind of like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, I'm the one that found us berries. I'm the one that got us here. And he's like, yes. And when you were cold, I was the one who was able to build a fire. And she's kind of like, okay, good point, you know. Um, 
And, you know, he looks at her all lovingly and it's just super cute. I just love how they can quickly go from this, like, cute teasing banter to just, like, him being totally enamored of her. Like, ugh, I love it. Um, In between that, I did want to touch on something we missed with um, Elul and Barack when we were kind of covering all their stuff. Okay. They're still at the office working and she kind of calls him out on his shadiness. Okay, like, you know what? That's what I thought too, Kristen, but that's not what she does. What is it? What she does is she <sighs> asks – because I thought the same thing. Because I was like, because oh, she's I calling like, him out oh, on the blackmail thing and because – Yes, I was okay. like, oh, she's confronting him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she knows what he did. Okay, well, on my second watch, I was like, oh, holy crap. This is what she's doing. She essentially is like – tell me what you did and then he uh, she obviously knows that he took pictures of mm-hmm. Yildirim Bay with his mistress and she is so desperate to get out of there she's thinking about using them to oh, solve the Yildirim Bay problem I know she is so like she wants to get out of there so fast okay and Barack sees what what she's thinking and he's like no you can't do that and she's like okay she's like i need to solve this now i need to solve this faster i know that we have a plan in place but i need to leave as soon as possible right because i thought the same thing i'm like oh elul knows his he knows what he's doing uh-huh. she knows what kind of a man he is but then i was like oh crap no girlfriend wants to use the picture oh i mean honestly at this point i'm not against it the dude is like oh yeah he deserves it he's horrible like Mm -hmm. just own the fact that you have a bratty spoiled little crap of a daughter Mm -hmm. and like she didn't get her precious way and so she went stomping off to new york that's like you you knew this about her anyways um but instead you want to punish demir okay that is what she's doing okay i like celine they're really attached eventually she's gonna put the pieces together i gotta go this makes so much more sense now these uh the subs starting out were pretty good i feel like it starts like that with so many jeezy's like because ek was the same way um well and i want to say 16 or 17 i was like oh these subs are pretty mm -hmm. good but this episode was brutal yeah it was pretty rough um and so, okay, yes, because the whole her, like, I want to leave before Celine figures it out. I don't want her to know because I just want her to think of me as someone who was a friend. Like, I don't want yep. this to cause the pain I know it's going to cause, blah, 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 because mm-hmm. it's not going to change anything. Like, I, you know, like, they are they love each other. It's not going to change anything for me as far as, like, oh, I get Demir right. now, you know? And, like, she doesn't right. even want that because she knows that he loves Celine. Mm-hmm. Um and so she's fully living up to the whole like, hey, if I love you, that means being happy for you. And right. um, and this is when we get the whole two inches from the face. Like he wants to give her a reason to stay, blah, right. blah, blah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so then we switch back over to the uh, Seldom at the house. And mm-hmm. um, he – Walks back out. He was in the house for whatever reason. She's or she was downstairs packing. She comes back out. Anyways, they wind up on the, um, they wind up back on the porch, and he's just mm-hmm. kind of looking at her, and yeah. she's kind of looking back at him, and he, you know, and he's like, "You're so beautiful." And I thought this was so cute because girlfriend is in a robe and PJs mm-hmm. and fluffy like her socks. headband. Yeah, 
Yep. I'm like, that's true love mm-hmm. when it can look at you when you're just in your cozy pants and yep. with your hair up and looking a mess and they're like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> I know. And she, and she gets flustered and she finally is kind of like, as you probably can tell, I'm not very good at taking compliments because mm-hmm. she does. She always gets flustered and shy when he's just like very intensely. Because even at yeah. one point when she was eating her ice cream and he was kind of staring at her that way, she's kind of like, don't look at me like that. I can't eat my ice cream. Yes. Um, you know, and so he just kind of studies her face and he's like, listen, like whether or not you can take compliments or not, you're still beautiful. Like you're mm-hmm. still the most beautiful. Um. And she kind of is like, I think I need to go to bed now. <laughs> and is like, <laughs> you so get to there. Like they say, like, we have to leave early tomorrow. Uh-huh. I better get a good night's sleep. <laughs> so she goes upstairs and he walks out. He looks at the goat because Sucka is like kind of, you know, baz at him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I really love her, Sucka's. Mm-hmm. And we get that winds up happening later. He does wind up going upstairs to talk with her for a little bit. And it's kind of more serious because, you know, mm-hmm. he thanks her. He goes to her. She's like, I just want to thank you for – he kind of gets down on his knees, too, and he's, like, holding her hands. Yeah. He's like, I just want yeah. to thank you for taking the time off of work. I know things are crazy right now, but, you know, it's just really important. And she's like, no, I understand. I know there's something you've clearly wanted to talk to me about for a really long time. Right. I know it has something to do with your past. Like, so I think it's good that we're going to finally get to talk about it. And he's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, like, you're ready to, like – what changed like you yeah you know, because you... she was really upset beforehand mm-hmm. even thinking about it and he's like you're so calm now what oh. what happened what happened and so she tells him and again we've got the connection to the nightmares mm-hmm. and the waking up at the same time because she essentially tells him you know when i woke up from that nightmare what i realized is that i can feel you oh they're heartmates ashley i know <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stay on track. Uh-huh. Oh. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um. So she's like, I can feel what's in your heart. And what's in your heart is me. Mm-hmm. She's like, and... I'm I'm confident in that. There's there's only confidence. There are no question marks. And she's like, I know that this isn't something that you even have a thought about. Yeah. And you are secure in me and who I am. And he essentially affirms that. He says, yeah. I've never felt so secure. My life and he says, My life depends on you. As she oh. like has her hand over his heart and he's like, Oh, and so she you know, he's like, my life depends on you. They say goodnight again to each other after kind of, mm-hmm. you know, googly-eyed a little bit. Yeah. But in like a super emotional way. And so he he starts to go down the stairs. He turns around like he's going to say something else. He But he doesn't fully walk back in. And he overhears her saying to Chi-Chi, yes. I yeah. really love him, Chi-Chi. And, ugh, my heart. Yeah. So <sighs> we basically so. get the next day and it's mm. all bad. <laughs> It's bad. It's cute for like the first 20 seconds because he's yeah. she's just kind of all happy in the car. They're driving to their destination. And he's like, what are you thinking about? Don't worry if it's the kids. I Vidot's going to feed them. Like, yeah. you know, and she's like, oh, I know you would take care of that. I'm not worried about that. And, and that was really cute, too. It shows how much she trusts him with her children as she yes, calls them. Yes. That she didn't even give it a second thought because mm-hmm. she knows that Demir would take care of them. Yep. 
And then everything uh, hit the fan, yeah. at least in the way I predicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Celine very innocently thinks to turn on the radio and look for something to listen to. She is wearing the ring and Demir mm. sees it mm-hmm. and he reacts. Boy, does he react. Viscerally. And <laughs> to the point where she is like, um, okay. Well, she kind of gets your mad at him. Yeah, like she, she gets mad at him. Not just like, Demir, calm down. What's that? She's kind of like, what's your deal? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I don't think that he, he kind of just passes it off right mm-hmm. and then they can well because she starts to tell the story of the ring he's like i didn't that's right i didn't ask for the story i asked why you're wearing it and she's kind of like uh slow your Demir. roll there like you have been so short and snippy anytime it comes to a you like don't want me around her you that's don't this right. don't that and he's kind of like you're right i'm sorry i'm sorry let's just enjoy the rest of the ride now while we don't see her putting everything together in flashbacks mm-hmm. until they get to the mountain house. It's clearly the wheel is turning because she's Yeah, no she's, doubt the rest of that car trip she's been thinking like what's yes, the problem with Aloul? Because this only happens with her. Yep, because she when they get there she's not like excited, you know, she she gets out of the car cuz they're there, but she is not like look at this beautiful mountain house and he's trying to be like look at this beautiful mountain house, we can go for a walk if you want, we can this, do you like it? And, and she you just can tell that, that there's been tension in that car, too. Mm-hmm. Even the way he's reacting to her and kind of trying to, like, okay, mm-hmm. stop thinking about whatever you're thinking about. Uh-huh. Everything's fine. Right, because we're, we're finally happy. here and I actually am about to get to tell you. So, like, please uh-huh. don't figure it out before I get to tell you. Yeah. 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 So we just see everything play back in her mind. All the little things that she noticed, the the coffee stuff, mm-hmm. um, his reactions to her, the fact that she walked in on them talking together in his office the first day that Elul happened to show up. And what his face actually looked like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything. And so she finally realizes and she turns around and she looks at him. And what does she say? What does she say? She says, you. I um, think she's like, you, you were with her, weren't you? So something, something mm-hmm. like that. Or like, again, it's her, isn't it? Ourselves. Or like, yeah. Like, <laughs> she's kind of like, you. Uh, and then I think she says that, but then still is like, has to compose herself again. Because she's kind of mm-hmm. like, I can't believe this is what I'm like digesting and figuring out. And then I think it's something like, it's her, isn't it? Or it's her, wasn't it? Like, she's mm-hmm. who you have to tell me about, essentially. And yeah. he is just kind of like, please, whatever you're thinking, like, let's talk. I just, you know, he just he just wants to get inside so they can talk. Like, he's finally going to yeah. get to tell her this. And it's like yeah. nanoseconds too late. Like, um, and the episode ends right there with her very angrily staring at him, him like deer in the headlights like i almost made it to get to tell her right um and so yeah clearly yes we're setting up for some rough times ahead yeah. but yeah. i am holding on to the fact that we were promised kisses in every episode from here on i out. was thinking so, about that too <laughs> like it, like how bad could it get if, yeah, we're, if we're still getting like, a kiss at unless, least a cheek kiss unless it's like him just desperate like trying to hold her and kiss her and tell her like no you don't understand I love you but like mm. it's more her being like not interested she's like no um, Demir right or she gets <laughs> or she just gets caught up in a moment of it like sinking into and then it's just like no no wait like no we can't mm. this isn't just gonna make it better because I'm like 
that that kind of kiss would feel fitting for what we're clearly going to deal with next episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, mm, yeah. I'm kind of hoping – I mean, obviously I know we can't have an episode of just the two of them. Um, but I'm kind of hoping that it's not – she's not, like, take me away from this house. Like, I do hope that since they're there – they that, spend some time in the house. That they spend that time there because she's going to get to see pieces of his childhood because clearly if that was his dad's house. like so, And that's a big piece that we're still missing from Demir. Right. That he hasn't told her. Yes. And so I'm hoping that she's not just like, we're leaving. Like, I do hope that at least while he's explaining everything and if he's like, okay, I understand you're upset. Can you please let me explain? And then – you can say, ask whatever you want. Like, I'll take right. it. I'll whatever. But I do hope that they have their the important conversation and the hash out initially. Like, I do hope that happens up there, away from everyone else. And like, while we're while I'm sure we'll see things that are going on with everyone else, I do hope ha- hope that's all happening in Istanbul and this is happening wherever the mountain house is supposed to be. Um, well, and I feel like knowing who Celine is and how she has dealt with issues prior to this mm-hmm. especially with demir i think she's gonna be like we're talking about this right now yeah you're gonna tell me exactly Everything. what mm-hmm. happened yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so i'm i'm in- i'm really interested to see how it all plays out me too and i i know i've been like oh my gosh i was thinking too i was like man because we almost you know didn't get to record today uh-huh. and i was like oh my gosh if i have to wait even longer I to know. watch 19 um because i'm like i'm dying but i'm like I'm, I'm like we're so far i'm like i can't like i don't want to know what's happening like when we're mm-hmm. recording another episode so um i did withhold but i'm like good we're done recording i can watch it anytime i want from here on out and yep. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because I have a feeling that one – I mean, we're pretty good about watching twice, but I think this one will probably be an easy thing to watch twice because there's just going to be so much that we're – I'm sure. – going to, like, glean from it and um, all of that. So, yeah. yeah. So, hopefully, Mountain House is where they discuss everything away from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I so, I really don't know how to predict really how it's going to go because, like, she would have every right to I just know. be mad and be like – Okay, sorry, you could have tried harder. Yeah, I I tried stopping – I stopped you a few times from telling me. Mm -hmm. But you could have just said, Celine, this could affect us right now, so it's important that you know, and I just need to spit it out. Right. You know, so I could see her being like, you could have tried harder if this is Mm -hmm. what it was. But also hoping that she does own a small piece of like, well, I did keep telling you not to tell me. Like, yeah, I didn't know that it was something that was presently amongst us. Right. Even though it's your past. Um, Well, and now we're in a situation where the tables have turned mm -hmm. because previously Celine was the one in hot water for the Merve Vedat situation. Yep. And he was not exactly very gracious at first. That's true. And he wasn't gracious about when Merve accidentally spilled the beans and he thought it meant that she was stringing him along this whole time. She, he didn't right. give her a lot of grace to explain that. No, so he didn't. He wouldn't be undeserving of a maybe getting a, yeah, a taste of that. But I also know Celine and I I could – yes. I mean, when we're angry, we wind up not being ourselves. So, mm-hmm. yes. Um, logical Celine. Um I know would be like, I'm not going to basically, just because you did it this way, that's not how I operate. Right. But I could see just emotional and reactive Celine yeah. in that moment, just all of that crashing down, a knee-jerk reaction being kind of like, yeah, I'm going to give you a taste of exactly what you did to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so. 
Yeah. Yeah, I really we'll don't see. I really don't know what to expect, but I know. Me I either. am dying to find out. So yes. um yes, so we will. Um <laughs> next week. <laughs> next week, uh for volume nineteen. Uh yeah. So I don't I don't think I have anything, but either way, I have to pick up my car soon. So Okay. Um <laughs> All of the typical goodbye stuff. You guys know where to find us. It's all in the episode notes. Um, and thank you for – we've had a few reviews recently. Thanks, guys. Oh, that's because – oh, that's because last weekend I was like, uh, if you guys get us up to 100 reviews on Apple or Spotify, I will drop the episode early. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to tell you that. How you're much like, I don't know because I, like, I'm rarely on our Twitter. You're like, like the only oh, time I'm ever on our – I know. I was like, "Wow, everybody's like, look at this all of a sudden. <laughs> They're so nice. We have to say thank you." Because uh-huh. we had like fifty on Spotify. We got up to, and those are just those are just ratings. You can't review on Spotify, but okay, we okay. I think peaked over a hundred. And then uh-huh. Apple, Apple, you. I think we technically have over a hundred already overall on Apple. Because we can only see the Apple US ones. That's um, true. But we've had some for other countries. Yes. But yeah. So if you saw like new reviews written it, yes. I mean, listen, we're still very grateful for them regardless. <laughs> but I, I did bribe. Prison's all that's because I bribed everybody. But I didn't say they had to be five stars. <laughs> I just said you had to review. I just wanted 100 reviews. I didn't tell them they had to be five stars. So they still oh gave us gosh. the five stars and the glowing reviews all on their own. But that, Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, I'll drop the episode early if you guys get us to 100. <laughs> and the people showed up well, because Hani yes, campaigned for us. Hani was like, I want that episode early. She was like. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, that's amazing. But, yes, thank you, guys. I'm glad you did notice them, though. <laughs> I swear we communicate better than this, you guys. <laughs> we just talk about a million other things too exactly so stuff gets lost exactly <laughs> so yes i'm glad you brought that up though because yes thank you guys so much for doing that um it's very much appreciated yeah um so yeah thank you for peaking, getting us to over 100 on apple and uh spotify but you can rate and review us just about anywhere that you listen so we will uh-huh. appreciate them no matter what platform you do it on um but yeah so we'll be back next week thank you for sticking with us and until next time here to shadows post the call